Welcome to Cloudcast Basics, the best source on the internet for learning cloud computing. And now from the Cloudcast Studios, here are your hosts, Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely. Hello and welcome to Cloudcast Basics, Season 2, Episode 7, the last one of Season 2. Hope you're enjoying it so far. This is your co-host, Brian Gracely, and with me as always is Aaron Delp. Hey, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about how cloud computing can help transform your business, right? The uh, all-knowing digital transformation. So, you know, Aaron, this show is, is sort of a culmination of, of the previous season two shows, a lot of them kind of pulled together. So innovation, cost reduction, risk reduction, competitive awareness, you know, a lot of those things. You know, for a lot of companies and for a while now, ever since the the sort of famous Mark Andreessen Software is Eating the World article in the Wall Street Journal, there, there's been a lot of companies who who like to say, well, we're not a, you know, XYZ company. We're not a pharmaceutical company. We're not an automotive company. We're a software company. It just happens to build cars. You know, whether that was true or not, you know, is, is sort of debatable. Um, you know, the proof is in the pudding. But COVID really, really changed what was true for a lot of companies. So why don't you kind of start us off on this framework that we like to use thinking about, are you really prepared to to help transform your business? And, and then how can cloud computing kind of weave into that uh, that need for change? Yeah, absolutely. And and what I'll do here when we get started um, is kind of talk about some trends overall, but then also some kind of like recent real world things. Like you, you mentioned uh, COVID and what a challenge it was for a number of companies and why from a business standpoint, not, not so much a technology standpoint. Um, well, what happened is, and we, we like to use the term friction, whether it's on the technology side or on the business side, COVID introduced a lot of friction. And what I mean by that is we all had to, or, or a lot of us had to work remotely, work from home and our organization may or may not have had those tools in place. So now suddenly you know, what may have been a, you know, a well-oiled machine in some cases in the office now suddenly created a new environment entirely. And a lot of businesses had to transform because of that. They had to transform into a new way of getting the exact same thing done. And sometimes we think of transformation as, Hey, we need to move faster. We need to remove friction. Sometimes it's just about getting back to the base as well. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, the first sort of question that I, I, I put in our, our kind of framework was, was fairly straightforward, but also maybe a little bit complex is, you know, are you, is your company able to use technology to adapt your business when significant market changes happen? And, you know, there are some extremes to this, obviously, you know, if you were, you know, for example, you were, you know, let's say in the airline industry or the hotel industry, and, you know, the vast majority of your customers are no longer using your service. Yeah, that can be a big challenge. But, you know, even, you know, companies like Uber, who people weren't necessarily traveling and needing taxis, but they adapted, used technology, sort of became a, a delivery service, right? They adapted to the times. But, you know, that's kind of an extreme example. But I think it's one of those kind of fundamental questions you have to ask yourself. And sometimes it you know, people call them like black swan events or, you know, uh, fragile events. But you do kind of have to ask yourself, you know, if something like this happens, if a major weather situation happens that is going to impact you for more than a couple of days or something like this or, you know, something else, um, you know, it's it's worth going through the thought process and then really asking yourself, 
you know, if some significant thing that we require um, goes away, changes, are we able to use technology, cloud computing in many cases, to make and adapt to those changes so that we can continue to to operate at least at some level of capacity and, um, you know, and meet our customers where they're going to be? Yep. And I'll add another one to that. You kind of mentioned weather and some of these other things. Um, but there's also competitiveness in all of this. So, so think, of, think of it this way. Um, if my competitor makes a big change, from a business standpoint, will I be able to transform my business and keep up? And, and I keep going back and using that word friction over and over. And the reason why is because what, where is the friction in your business? Are you able to transform? Are you able to, you know, using the startup terms, pivot? Right? Are you able to use all of these things that we've been talking about in the previous shows? Have you been able to reduce your costs? Have you been able to take advantage of innovation? Have you been able to reduce your risks? And in many cases, this isn't just all, you just don't want to keep up. You want to get ahead. So are you able to then use some of this thinking and turn it into a competitive advantage going right. forward? Right, right. Yeah. And I, and I think that the, the the other way to think about this is, um, you know, and, and this isn't a political statement by any means, but, you know, I don't think our world is necessarily going to get any more stable uh, for the kind of foreseeable future, right? Whether it's, you know, like you said, competitive challenges, um, the internet disrupting things, um, you know, politics and, and political things are, are always, you know, changing very quickly and, you know, laws are changing. So, you know, the, the stability that maybe you're kind of predicated on may not necessarily be there, right? Like, you have to think about what do my partners, what do my upstream and downstream partners do? And will they decide overnight, like, hey, I want to take advantage of the internet. I want to reach my customers faster. I don't want to necessarily be part of things. So all those things you really need to be kind of seriously thinking about. And if something like that were to happen, are you prepared technology-wise? What's the next thing on our list, Aaron? Um, so really, this for me is all about leadership. And what kind of leadership do you have around you in the business? And also, what kind of support do you have to make investments? Um, because at the end of the day, this is all about taking advantage of digital transformation. Um, and I'll use an example that, that is a dated example at this point. Um, but it became, you know, over time for me, kind of a early in my career and, and, and very like that, that point of like, oh, wow, okay, you know, anything can go away at any time and, and really was all about transforming a business. Um, one of my uh, early jobs out of college was actually working and supporting the IT environments for photo finishing film. Um, so 35 millimeter cameras. And so those of you that are a younger age probably don't even know what I'm talking about or what but a camera, <laughs> what a camera is. <laughs> exactly. And, but those are those of us who are more mature in our, 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 our years here and our in time in the industry, remember cameras, remember film, remember film as a physical medium before digital cameras. And so we worked for a subsidiary of Kodak. Well, guess what happened? Everyone kind of knows what happened there. Everything went to digital and then not just digital cameras, but digital cameras integrated into our smartphones and photography with a standalone camera and especially on film is a niche at best right now. And at the time we all saw it coming, you know, we, we as consumers, 
we would go for the weekends and we would take pictures with our digital cameras. And so like we would have to have this business we all saw coming and we all knew needed to transform. And so we as an IT platform brought this up repeatedly, took advantage of that and were, were part of that transition into the digital transformation. That was literally a physical to digital transformation, but that's just to show an extreme example of a point in time of an entire market, an entire industry that needed to transform. You need to think about it in terms like that, maybe not as extreme as that example, but is your leadership aware of what is going on? Are they investing the kind of resources so that you can transform your business to either stay um, ahead of everyone else or stay competitive. Yeah. And, and I don't think your example is really that extreme. I mean, I, I think if you, if you were to ask most people, um, you know, take your first job, your second job, your third job, can you imagine in the next decade or so, or 15 years that that, not that that job would go away, that it gets replaced by something else, but maybe that entire industry essentially goes away. And, and I'll, I'll give you an example, right? I think about this from sort of my own sort of family lineage. Um, you know, my, my grandparents were farmers. Um, you know, farming, the individual farmer has somewhat gone away. It's become very, very large, uh, you know, con- conglomerates of farms. My first job was a newspaper delivery person, right? Probably half the people listening to this show have never seen a physical newspaper, right? That industry essentially has gone away. Um, you know, the first job that I had was, you know, inside sales. Nowadays, everything is sort of self-service. I don't even want to deal with those people. So, you know, y- you can take any any timeline that you want to and you kind of have to think about like if those things become digitized if they if they go away if they transform um so you know even your example which is you know goes back maybe 20 years um you know there's there's examples from 10 years ago and five years ago that you're like boy i can't believe that doesn't isn't the thing it was before so you really have to be kind of eyes wide open and and you know the pace of change and the pace of disruption is is like we said earlier uh, not slowing down by any means um, you know, the third thing I had on my um, on my list or on our list was, you know, is your business able to survive a significant market change with alternative ways to engage the market, right? And and so this isn't just will something go away. This is, you know, have you thought about, uh, you know, th- this is th- this is the simplest thing of going. Well, if you used to be a grocery store, you're still a grocery store. You're still enabling, you know, local food delivery. But what happens if nobody comes in your store? Right, you have to ask yourself some basic questions like that, and you know you look at the rise of delivery, of curbside pickup, of text messages that you know notify you when things are there. Your ability to to order online and have shoppers and so forth, just you know basic things like that. You have to sort of think about, and you know maybe you're not in the grocery industry, but think about you know how do my customers engage with me? Um, what happens if something changes in which they, you know, they're one of the middlemen between you and your customers changes or goes away. Um, you know, you really have to be somewhat prepared to say, look, um, maybe we're not making the full investment because it's not driving revenue, but could you do that? Like, do you have the skill set to, to build out two great mobile applications, you know, in a week or to be able to do notifications to hundreds of thousands of customers overnight. Like that's the sort of stuff you have to be asking yourself in terms of are we prepared? Do we have the skill set to do that? And, you know, if you need to do something at such a rapid pace, how would cloud computing help you do that? And I think, you know, if you listen to some of the technology sections that we had in season one, um, those will give you some sense of it. But, uh, you know, have that sort of thought process in mind. 
Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And I think at the end of it, like we'll kind of get to some points here. First of all, transformation is difficult yep. um, because, they, they, well, and, and for many different reasons, from a technology standpoint, transformation is difficult. But from a business standpoint, um, a lot of times you don't want to do it if you don't have to. It's a little bit of the, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? If my existing revenue stream is making money, why would I want to potentially disrupt myself, right? And there's been many business studies out there, and especially in technology, like sometimes if you're not disrupting yourself or you're not transforming fast enough, well, that that is in itself something extremely bad. And this idea of of never let a crisis go to waste, right? What we're starting to see um, is changes in our industry based off of uh, you know crisis happening. So an industry event happens because of that, you start to see a lot of change and a lot of change quickly, and you see some evolve and some don't. And and so it's those that are were prepared for it. We're ready for it, have already kind of reduced a bunch of friction and are able to then pivot very quickly and make that transformation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think the last thing that I'll sort of say, and, and <clears throat> you know, this, again, is sometimes a hard thing to do, but, you know, as you're thinking about, okay, do we have a framework in place to deal with change, potential change, um, you know, one year planning, two, three, four, five year planning, um, you know, I think we're seeing more and more companies are saying, look, um, we may not necessarily be completely prepared for those, but we're going to sort of invest ahead by building up these cloud skills, right? By building up our awareness of what the cloud can do for us, if for no other reason than the sort of on-demand nature of it, the ability to get it quickly if something happens, to experiment, uh, be experimenting as as you're going along, um, and to also begin to you know leverage these big communities of of other people, other skills, things in open source that are kind of um, you know having gravity around the cloud is, is really, really important. So you may not fully invest in that preparedness, but sort of investing ahead in, in using the cloud, we think is, uh, you know, we, we, we can't sort of overstate how important that would be. Aaron, you want to wrap us up? This has been, I think, a really good season. It's been good for us to to put our business hats on, take our technology hats off, and and really kind of dive into, you know, kind of thinking about this from a different perspective. But you want to kind of wrap us up for season two? Yeah, absolutely. So we really hope you've uh, stuck with us for all seven episodes, and we hope you have a better understanding of how cloud computing can help transform the business. We hope you've enjoyed season two of Cloudcast Basics. And in the next season, we are actually going to focus on cloud economics. So look for that in your feed in the late March to early April timeframe. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for listening to season two. Uh, if you do us two favors, one, if you like it, uh, give us some feedback, give us a, a ratings wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts or or anywhere else. And, and number two, if you like it, tell a friend, right? Whether you're an expert or you're a beginner, if you can help us grow the community, it helps us uh, you know, continue to, to put great episodes out there. So thanks again for listening to season two, and we'll see you in season three. Thank you for listening to Cloudcast Basics. You can find all the show details at cloudcastbasics.net or in your favorite podcast player.